Welcome everyone to How Winners Win. I am Daniel Blue. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kita Spears, a.k.a. Hi, Key. What up, winners? Kita's always looking fresh, man. He's got the uh, the new do. It's looking, the haircut. Yeah, man. It's like you're ready for summer. <laughs> yeah. You got rid of all the hair and, you know, we're out here in Las Vegas, like 115 degrees, so I get it. Yeah, long hair in the summertime Vegas is just not what you want. I don't know how most girls do it because... Uh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would personally probably think about cutting my hair off every like three to five days if I was a girl out here in Vegas, just because that 110 gets the scalp a little bit hot, you know. Oof. Yeah, for for everyone not listening, I used to have braids that yeah. were like probably down to my shoulders, and now I have a nice close uh, fade. So definitely a change up. Yeah, looking, uh, looking Rico Suave. <laughs> well, uh, winners, as always, we want to come with, come to you guys, just, uh, find ways to entertain you, find ways to add value. If you're new to listening to us, the whole concept behind how winners win is to help you win your personal life, your financial life. The finance game is where Kita and I have a lot of experience. And then the entrepreneur life and, uh, you know, helping you guys win, you know, if you want to start a business, if you have a business and we do our best to bring on some badass guests. I don't know exactly where you're going to listen to this episode, what date, but, uh, we've had a stellar lineup of guests and I feel like they just keep getting better and better. No knock on the, the previous ones. We've had some hitters, but, uh, Come out the gate hot. Yeah, definitely. Honestly. Definitely. So, you know, we're not here to charge you guys or sell you a bunch of shit. So the way that you can help us is is by sharing this episode with a friend, being able to share us on social media. You can find uh, Kita on High Key at uh, on Instagram. Find me at Daniel Blue. And uh, if you have not left us a review, those reviews carry a lot of weight in that algorithm. So help us out there. Now on to the good stuff. We want to talk to you guys about life testing you because there's just some crazy shit going on in this world right now. I feel like that's just been something that's come out of our mouth multiple times over the last couple of years. But I want to set this the stage by telling the audience this story. And this will probably then um, allow Kita to kind of share what he's got to say. But again, the overall theme is whether you want to call it you know, the universe testing you, life testing you, the law of averages, the force of average, right? Just like shit going wrong. But I think a lot of it has to do just with our current state of the economy. You know, it's 2022. There's a lot of tension. Speaking of tension. So my mom, check this out, Kita. So she goes to a nail salon, goes and gets her nails done right by the house. And she's minding her own business, getting her nails done. And all of a sudden she overhears a conversation with another lady that just got her nails done and she is checking out and she's arguing with one of the salon workers that's at the front desk. And the argument goes something like this, like the lady is saying, I'm not paying for this service. And the salon employee was like, well, what do you mean? Like, we just gave you a service and you've got to pay. She's like, well, you guys messed up on the color on my toes. And then the salon employee is like, well, if the color was wrong, like, why didn't you tell us? And she's like, well, I'll come back tomorrow and pay for it. And she's like, well, no, that's not how it works. Like, we need you to pay now. She's like, well, and look at my toe. You guys messed up on my toe. And the lady's like, well, first is the color. Now, like, the toe is wrong. Like, lady, we'll give you whatever color you want free of charge. We'll change it right now for you. And that way we can just move on with our day. And the lady's like, no, I'll come back tomorrow and pay. And the salon employee's like, oh man, we need you to pay right now. So the lady then that's not paying goes to my mom 
and my mom is minding her own business and she goes to my mom points at her toes and the lady's like hey this is some bullshit huh look at my toes would you pay for this and my mom's like man i don't know what your toes look like before and i don't want to get involved like this is between you and the salon and the lady kind of like just scowls at my mom and uh, goes back to argue with the the front desk lady and they start still doing their thing. Nothing's progressing. The lady storms out and as she, and she hasn't paid yet. And as she's leaving, she looks at my mom. She's like, man, you're an old white wrinkly bitch. You know that? And then the lady that's doing my mom's nails is like, ma'am, can you please leave and not harass our customers? Like you need to leave. And then my mom thought within that last 10 seconds of time, her comeback and her comeback was, well, just because I'm wrinkly, I might be wrinkly, but my face is still prettier than yours. And like that set off the lady, the lady's like, man, you, she points at my mom and you points at the salon employee, come outside. I'm going to whip both your asses. My mom's 62, bro. 63. Right. <laughs> like, what the f- oh my God. like, obviously this lady had no intention yeah. on paying. Right. No, but that story I just told, you really don't find it that surprising. In 2022, right? No, everyone's on edge. I mean, even even little things like wrong toe color or messed up toe is easily what can trigger somebody to try and catch a fucking assault charge. You know, or, you know, like or a battery charge. Like that's a that's that carries a lot of weight. You know, for over some that seems so trivial. If she would have just stopped and thought about it, is this really worth going to jail for or getting 86 from a place where you get your nails done yeah and then you know i was talking to my mom and she's like i'm not gonna lie i kind of did take it personal for a little bit like it stung right i mean like who wants to be told you're an old white wrinkly bitch mm-hmm. right so words you know what's the old saying Wor- words are words what is it dude it's like sticks and stones may break my bones, bones but words <laughs> okay. will never hurt me right you know, but they always do. yeah just a little bit right yeah. then my mom was just like okay let me take a deep breath she's probably going through some shit and she's probably an unhappy person and she's projecting herself onto me but it kind of ties into the lesson and the topic today in the sense of right like you might be going through a tough time you might be having a bad day you might be off um, or you're dealing with somebody that's off you're having a bad day like how do you stay even keeled how do you stay productive how do you stay positive how do you stay focused on winning the day yeah i mean it's so difficult when it's not just a speed bump it's multiple speed bumps you know i'm sure that wasn't you know the the only thing that happened to your mom's day she was trying to relax you know and it kind of just sets off a chain of events and if really i feel like if we don't respond the correct way it can compound i feel like negativity is one of those things that you just give it one little spark, you know, it's like gasoline next to a fire. You just get one spark and it could blow and it can compound and rake not one, not only just one bad moment, just to turn into a bad day or a bad week or even a bad month in some cases where it just kind of turns into like a, just a bad losing streak, right? And it starts off with, to me, winning every day. You know, anytime something bad happens to me, that I there's like three steps really that I'm looking to do to overcome any trials, tribulations, force of average, whatever you want to call it. You know, first things first, I got to stop making any major decisions. If I'm already on a bad streak, my first thing is do not do anything else yet. Next, I'm going to immediately try and find some help. Like this is something that's difficult. We've already talked about this on the show for entrepreneurs, especially is seeking help. When you think that you can do it all, you tend to do it all. 
And if you can't do it all, force of average, you know, law, (laughs) Murphy's law is going to knock you on your ass if you think you can do it all, all the time. So stopping what you're doing, not causing more or making the situation worse, seeking some help from peers, your network, or just Google or YouTube. And then uh, last but not least is to me, you got to have faith. You know, I'm a big proponent of, you know, law of attraction, you know, having affirmations. Um, I know that it's not going to keep getting worse if I stop and start asking for some help because most of the time the solution will present itself. It's when you keep looking at the problem is when you're never going to find the answer. That's, that's really how I have learned to overcome these speed bumps, especially when it's multiple in a day, week, or in a short amount of time. Uh, you just got to, you got to have a couple steps that you can do to, to fall back on. Yeah. And, and Kita to expand on the force of average. Some of you guys may have heard of that concept. And if you haven't, let's just kind of expand on that because it's, it's yeah. worth talking about. So the, the force of average is a, a phrase kind of coined by not kind of, I'm pre- I haven't heard about it. I think it's other, 100% yeah, is. besides Ryan Stuman. Ryan Stuman is, uh, you know, a friend and, and mentor of ours. And he talks about the force of average and the premise behind it is like, you're having a good day. You're having a good week. You're in a good, good groove and you're winning. Well, it's like the universe knows that you're winning. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh, let's, let's put this winning streak on the line. Let's throw this guy a curveball. Let's have him deal with a flat tire. Adversity. Let's have him deal with someone that's canceling. Let's have him deal with, you know, something that is going to be a really big challenge. And we've all dealt with that, right? Like we've all been on a winning streak and then it's like all of a sudden it just switches, right? And it's just the force of average really just trying to keep you down because you think about it, like we are born, we're wired. And and I read this the other day and I really liked the way it was talked about, but like we are wired, our brain is wired immediately to just be in survival mode, right? Like we come out the womb, we immediately just want to find our mom's breast and we just want ours, right? We want milk. We need milk to survive, right? Like, so from the very get go, we are wired just to survive, right? Well, think about survival. Survival is just, you're doing just enough to get by. You're conserving energy, right? Well, that's the opposite of expansion. That's the opposite of doing big things. So if you're doing big things and you're expanding, you're probably going to get tested a lot more, right? You're winning more. So the force of average, because we're all meant to just be average. Let's just call a spade a spade. We're born out of the concept of we want to survive, right? So like to me, just surviving, being average, being complacent, all that shit's kind of the same, right? So that's where the force of average comes into play to like to try and keep you down. So I think that's one thing that I'm sure has helped you, Kita. I know it's helped me is just understanding that concept. And then it reframes your mindset where instead of taking the road of, man, like, why is this happening to me? You know, and I know you're going to get into your kind of your story as far as the DMV and all that bullshit you may or may not. Kita's had some, a lot of fun with the DMV. Um, But instead of being like, man, why is this happening to me? You know, like, why now? Like, you know, complaining, you just understand it's part of the game. It's part of life. Yeah. Anytime I look at it like this, I feel like you did a really good picture of the force of average it's one of those times where you take two steps forward you get knocked back three steps and that's what i feel like with the force of average except that the force of average doesn't come every single day for the most part you know it allows you to 
take those take some of those three steps forward, you know, so you can get ahead. And I feel like with the force of average, especially for anyone who's trying to do big things, which is anyone who's listening to the show, when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, when you're stepping away from the normal of your friends, peers and people like you, there's always that pull back. And it may be them reaching out to you to go drink when you made plans to work on your business. It may be, you know, flat tire, maybe your car getting towed, maybe your daycare getting shut down because of whatever virus is going on at the moment. All those things are force of average because hopefully you were doing the right thing before this event happens. Um, But if you weren't, that's when I feel like it really starts to spiral and the force of average can turn into, you know, bad month, bad year in some cases, because there is that let off period where you do need to be doing the right thing multiple days So when you get knocked back three steps, it's not setting you backwards from before that shit storm happened. And that's why having a routine, being consistent, always striving to win and actually going hard in the paint, not just the average and trying to conserve energy, because it is human nature to be comfortable. If you've got a house, if you've got a little bit of food in your in your in your fridge, some gas in your in your tank, some entertainments like some Netflix, like it's okay. You could get really complacent. And if you keep consistently being complacent enough and enough and enough, well, your kind of baseline of where, how successful or how non-average you are drops down significantly. So when those times hit you in the face, which they are going to, we all know they are just a matter of when, that's the times where you really feel like you're down and out. You really got punched in the face and you're on, on, on the ground. You got to dust yourself off. That's why, to me, looking ahead and how to, a way to beat the force of average is always to stay a couple steps ahead and really put in that extra rep as, as often as you can, because it is a part of the game. It's paying your dues when you get p- punched in the face. Yeah. And then it's easy when you're describing that to not be grateful for what you have. Right. And to just look at the shit you don't have versus what you do have. And that's why one of the best uh, kind of phrases I've heard is just be grateful for what you have now, but chase something better. Right. You can do both. Like I can be grateful. Like you can be grateful for what you have today. Right. You've got a family that loves you. You've got great coworkers, great employees. You can go to the gym. Like you're grateful for all of that stuff, but you're also not complacent with all of those things. You're chasing something better. Right. And I think that's where a lot of average Americans are just be grateful for what you have. Right. Well, why can't you have two? Why can't you have both? Why can't you chase something better too? Yeah. It's, it, I think, you know, First of all, it's like frowned upon to have goals in America right now, which is probably the weirdest like countercultural trend in the rec- in recent memory. Like nobody wants to openly talk about their goals. When when I was growing up, I felt like everyone had ambitions that were bigger than bigger than what their current situation is. So that's you know I think that's important to talk about. Is like you, as winners, you guys can't stop striving for more because that's when the force of average comes back and attacks you. When you get comfortable or when you feel like you're in a good spot, one little setback can knock you off your podium. Now, now, now you're not feeling like who you, who you say you are. Now you may be feeling like an imposter because you had set your stage that you're this big guy. And then the inevitable loss that you knew was going to happen if you were being really serious about the journey of this entrepreneurial life or this leveling up, up life, it was bound to happen. So kind of plan for that in advance. So that's why having goals to me keeps you hungry for the next thing. And I think that's very, very important in fighting against mediocrity, which is basically the war that we're trying to 
be against. That's why we have the show is to show winners how to win. And that's one of them is being consistent with trying to do better. So you don't fall into the routine of just whatever, because you're going to get knocked back. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. And, and uh, very well said. And I shared this with, you know, our leadership meeting a few weeks ago where Nick Sanitasso, I always fuck up his name, <laughs> um, but Nick's a stud. He's got no limbs, essentially no legs. Um, if you don't know who he is, Google him. It's, it's Nick and it's uh, S-A-N. T-A-S-T-A-S-S-O. I'm like 92% sure I got that we'll right. In, we'll get in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, he's a stud. And, um, you know, he's actually spoke to our staff over the years. Um, and uh, I heard him speak. And he was born like this, right? Mm-hmm. And I heard him speak one day. And he said something that really resonated with me. First thing he says, he gets on stage. He's like, you want to know the difference between me and you? He's like, I have shitty minutes. And that's it. But you have shitty days, shitty months, and even shitty years. I just have shitty minutes. That's it. And that hit me. I was like, man, that's fire because we all have shitty minutes, right? You just got done saying how important it is to have goals because you're going to go through some shitty times and you got to remember what is the big goal? What, what's You got to keep your eye on the prize. So when you have those shitty minutes, are you putting yourself in a position to just have shitty minutes and be just shitty minutes and that's it and you move on? Or do those shitty minutes turn into shitty hours and those shitty hours turn into shitty days? As soon as you start having shitty days, it's really, you're a slippery slope, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy for it to be a shitty month. Man, last month was just terrible, right? And the next thing you know, shit, the whole year is shitty because life moves so fast. Can you believe it's about to be June? I mean, this is wild. Like by the time you listen to this, it's probably already June. Like think about this. Here in a couple months, you're going to be at the grocery store at Walmart and they're going to be selling you some Christmas shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the minimum, starting to get you some candy out for the, for the trick or treat. Time flies. Yeah. And then momentum, you know, like that just kind of brought me, just got me thinking about momentum and, and how important it is. That's why for me, like a very big key is like stopping the negative momentum. You know, when the force of average and you identify things are working against you, you know, for example, me the other day, you know, I had a list of shit going wrong, you know, shit storm of car getting towed, DMV lines, freaking family stuff, mama stuff, you know, my personal stuff, missing the gym, hurt my hand, like you name it, it happened. And and it was almost felt like all in the same 24 hours. It wasn't like a series of a week. This was just a, like I said, things happen and they're going to happen in rapid succession. So for me, it's, you know, understanding what's working against you is super is you got to be hyper aware of your situation. So being self-aware is, is very, very important. Understand what's working against you. Understand what you can control. I knew that me going out and finishing the rest of my to-do list after having a shit show of a day like that, probably going to look at everything on that to-do list with a very, very negative outlook. And it's probably going to get a very, very negative result. So for me to know that I have a chance of producing a negative outcome just by the way I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, I can just stop that right there. I can always control what I can control. So I can choose not to do that right now. And I could choose to do something that's going to give me some type of positive momentum, whether it's walking the dogs, you know, may not like to do it when you're, you know, when you're not pissed off, but it's something that, you know, you got to do. And I felt better after I took a walk. 
right? It allowed me to get my thoughts in place, allowed me to plan for what I actually had to take care of. So it's those little things of just pausing when shit's hitting the fan to see what what the right direction is. It goes a long way, guys. It goes a really, really long way. Yeah, for sure. So it's pretty simple, right? Like if you're winning right now, keep riding that wave, ride that momentum, but you can't get too high, just like you can't get too low. You're winning right now, but just know right around the corner is the force of average staring at you. Right around the corner is adversity, is a challenge. And when you're at that low point and you're going through some shit, just know that's just temporary, right? What, what can you learn from it? And like Kita said, he brought up some really good points, you know, just detaching yourself, identifying what is going wrong. And, uh, you know, you, you got to ask for some help too. You can't do it all on your own. Yeah. And then another big thing is like the struggles is what makes the success so sweet. So also embrace it for that too. Cause when you go back to winning, especially if you've been on a great winning streak and then you get hit with something that was out of your control and it really knocked you down and you're feeling some type of way about it. This is what makes those successes that much more sweet. When you overcome those adversities, this is what makes your story at the end of the, the rainbow that much better. So also think about what this does for your story as how do I overcome this? You may not know what right then and there. That's why you got to stop and maybe ask for some help. But when you do overcome it, Think about what that adds to your story and, and where you're headed. Yeah. Well, uh, well said, bro. Struggle. Success is always on the other side of struggle, right? On the other side of your struggle is success waiting for you. So let's make it happen, winners. This is uh, it's pretty crazy, man. We're almost halfway through the year and uh, we got a lot in store for you guys. So we're excited about some more guests that we still have on deck. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep coming every single week. So again, we, we appreciate the reciprocation. You guys showing us love. We're going to keep showing up for you guys. And uh, I know you guys were able to draw a couple things from this episode to, to help you guys either, you know, get out of this funk, get out of this losing streak or make you that much more aware of uh, what's around the corner with your, your current winning streak. So keep on winning winners. And uh, we appreciate you guys and have a kick-ass week. Peace.